Welcome to Mrs. Richardson's podcast number 1503. Today we're discussing part two of the book, The Boys in the Boat. Part two of The Boys in the Boat covers chapters six, seven, and eight. To start with, in chapter six, in January, the new freshman crew returned to campus and was upgraded for the first time into proper racing shells built by George Pocock. Brown takes some time to describe the physicality of rowing a racing shell and what is required of each oarsman. In early April, California faced Seattle with Washington rowing in a four and a half length victory, crossing the finish line nearly 20 seconds before California. Meanwhile in Germany, Joseph Goebbels had been promoted to Minister of Public Enlightenment and Propaganda and moved to a sumptuous mansion. Goebbels and Hitler shared obvious affection for Leni Riefenstahl, and Goebbels works with her on propaganda for the upcoming 1936 Olympics. Chapter 7. Brown spent some time describing the history of the East-West rivalry, not only in crew racing, but in all sports. In general, in the early 20th century, the East represented old money, while the West represented no money at all. In Poughkeepsie, New York, the Washington crew rode to national championship with an astonishing five lengths between them and their closest competitor. Suddenly, the entire nation stood up and began paying attention to the Washington boys. After the victory in Poughkeepsie, Joe Rance had chosen to travel the country, visiting family and seeing new landscapes. Chapter 8 When Joe returned to the boathouse in November, there was a visible swagger in the new sophomore team. Now that the boys were junior varsity, they would be coached by Albrechtson rather than Bowles. Joe was heartbroken to learn that his family, despite being only short drive away, had never come to visit him or even bothered checking in. Joe and Joyce decided to pay the family a visit, but Thula refused to let Joe in. That is a summary of part two of the book, The Boys in the Boat.